You're listening to Fake Believe, the podcast that gets some things right about conspiracies, cults, and cryptids. Hi, welcome to Fake Believe. I'm Stacy, and I have the power of God and anime on my side. Whoa! Watch out, world! And I'm Rachel, and according to BuzzFeed, I am 14 years old, and I am also a geography genius. Oh, wow! Congratulations! Thank you! I was going to say, you don't look good for your age. <laughs> well, and also, I did think Alaska was an island for many, many years, so I think something's yeah. probably awry with BuzzFeed's metrics. Oh, no, never. It's very scientific. It's precious science. (laughs) You just love it, you and your precious science, don't you? I do. I love it. Okay. Well, we're in for a doozy today, Rachel. Okay. All right. Everybody, I need you all to take a deep breath with me. Ready? Okay. Through your nose. Mm -hmm. Out through your mouth. They are already among us. It's impossible to know who you can or cannot trust. Humanity is on the brink of war to defend those who have deceived and betrayed us for millennia. Our involvement is necessary, but involuntary. This planet that we have grown to call our home is just waiting to draft us into a galactic war. And we only have our reptilian overlords to thank. Let's uncover the truth behind lizard people. Oh, man. (laughs) I have, see, I already have so many questions about lizard people. So I'll hold my questions till the end because I'm sure you're going to answer them. I honestly don't know if I will. I (laughs) left this with more questions than answers. I mean, this is, this is different than um, Birds Aren't Real, where I actually got answers to some of my questions. Um, So we'll just, uh, we'll get going. Okay. (laughs) Um, Sorry, I had to put in my order. (laughs) Oh my gosh, what if your Uber Eats driver is a lizard person? Like how coincidental would that be? Oh, it's not. Well, you, you put it. In the yeah, I was like, fiance. well, he's not. He's just gonna pick it up as his way home. But I don't think my fiance is a lizard person. By the way, in case anybody cares, I got engaged. <laughs> I mean, way before this episode comes out. <laughs> and my fiance is not a lizard person. So, <laughs> but how weird would it be if we talk about lizard people and then today's the day where you learn that your fiance is a lizard person? Well, um, we have been getting a lot closer mm-hmm. to each other and um, telling each other everything about ourselves because we're about to, you know, make this commitment to each other. And I swear to God, if I hear that this man is a lizard person and has waited this long to tell me, I'm going to punch him in his shape-shifting face. (laughs) Is he making you lie out on warm rocks when you guys talk? Well, yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Actually, if anything, I'm probably... More of the lizard because I'm always cold, but like he'll come up and hug me and he's like, you're warm. And I'm like, I think I'm just omitting all of like the heat mm-hmm. from me because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm cold. And I like being in the sun. And I would always say, oh, I'm like a lizard. I got to be in the sun. <gasps> so 
maybe I'm a lizard person and don't know it, or like I have like some of the DNA traits or something. Um, but I'll definitely let you guys know if I find out. Um, my results do come back in about two to three yeah, weeks. Yeah, but now so. we don't know if we can trust you. <laughs> oh well, I don't know if I could trust me either. So we'll figure <laughs> it out together. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So let's talk a little bit about a, a brief history of the conspiracy itself. I'm not going to get into what lizard people are at this time. We're just going to talk a little bit about how people think that this conspiracy came to be. Okay. So, this might sound crazy. <laughs> no. End of sentence. <laughs> <laughs> From here on out, the beings in question will be called by different names interchangeably. Some aliases are reptilians, lizard people, reptoids, reptilioids, and draconians. And Ronald. Well, I don't want to single anyone out. <laughs> it's theorized by Michael Barkin, a professor of political science at Syracuse University, that the original inspiration for the reptilian humanoid theory came from Conan the Barbarian, created by Robert E. Howard. Very long sentence, but... <laughs> this fictional work includes mention of serpent men who have serpent heads on human bodies. <laughs> <laughs> These creatures live underground and have the ability to shapeshift and pass as humans. Ooh, spooky. But this is all a work of fiction, right? Other creators were inspired by the works of Howard and his serpent men, and that's why we have these fun stories, right? Yeah. Wrong! <gasps> <laughs> these creators were, in fact, inspired by real events and possible encounters with real reptoids. Oh, it's already making so much sense. Right? I got you, but don't worry. I'm going to confuse you here in just a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hold tight. <laughs> and make sure you put on your tinfoil hats. Okay. <laughs> Wait, are we ever supposed to take those off? Well, I mean, to clean them, right? Oh. Oops. Okay. <laughs> you always have your spare one. Yeah. You got your one when you're cleaning. Yeah, so. Okay. <laughs> make sure it's on tight, I guess is what I'm saying. Hold on to your tinfoil hats, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about lizard people. <laughs> one of the leading reptilian conspiracy whistleblowers is David Icke. Oh. Sound familiar? Yeah. I know him. We have mentioned him on the podcast before, and he will definitely be mentioned in future episodes. Mm -hmm. His occupation on Wikipedia is listed as conspiracy theorist, former sports broadcaster, and former football player. And keep in mind, he's British, so we're talking about, we're not talking about American football, we're talking about soccer. What I'm trying to say is that when your occupation is listed as conspiracy theorist, <laughs> You will become quite the topic of discussion for fake belief, but <laughs> I digress. <laughs> okay, let us also take a moment to envision what a soccer game might be if it were played by lizards. Like like conventional lizards? Conventional lizards, so not lizard okay. people. Would it be like salamanders versus like iguanas or oh, like... Oh, yes. Like, is it, like, even the same league? Like, what do we know? Oh, right. You're, oh, okay, I've opened a lot of questions with this. I was going to say, you can't drop something like that on me and expect me to just follow this fantasy without <laughs> knowing more about it. Okay. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get back to you with the details. <laughs> okay, okay, great. <laughs> Ike has a book called The Biggest Secret. In it, he describes the origins of the reptilian race and how they infiltrated the human race. I was unable to find this book on Audible, not sponsored, 
yet. (laughs) (laughs) I have ADD, so it's really hard for me to sit down and read a book cover to cover, especially one that's written by David Icke. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) I was able to find one on Audible called Alien World Order, The Reptilian Plan to Divide and Conquer the Human Race by Len Kasten. Um, That's in the show notes. It's... (laughs) I think this book broke me. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm being honest. So if you listen to it without knowing anything or without knowing too much about the lizard people conspiracy, you might be lost for a little bit. So even if you do know something about it, you still might be lost. Um <laughs> It gets it gets wild. Uh, there were multiple times where I actually face palmed while I was at work listening to it. <laughs> I can't recommend it enough. You guys. <laughs> it's, it's a trip. You're gonna love it. But just know that that's where some of my information came from, um, along with a bunch of other resources that are listed here. So have fun looking through them. <laughs> Before we continue, I would like to let everyone know that this history of the reptilians is complex and dense. If you'd like to follow along with some more detailed information about lizard people, I would encourage you to visit fakebelief.com slash blog to find our latest blog post about the topic. Mm. That's H-T-T-P colon <laughs> S colon slash slash. You'll figure it out. There, I've compiled some more research and even created some helpful infographics to help our listeners understand. That will be helpful. I'm a super fan of infographics. Me actually. too. I love that. I wish I could make them more often. So I've I've been trying to do it in my everyday life and also at work. I'm like, hey, I'm going to make an infographic for this thing. And they're like, okay, whatever. So <laughs> have fun. Really, I will mostly be leaving out the names of the different races of the reptoids to avoid confusion. Um, so there's, I'm kind of generalizing here as I go through. So uh, you'll get the gist of it. But apparently there's so much more. You got to know a ton of different names and everybody's backstory and there's so okay but i'm i'm gonna tell you basically what happened okay all right lizard lovers let's get started (laughs) fun fact uh my mom would say that all the time she would say lizard lover and i don't know where that came from and she it's just because she thought it was funny and she would say it for a long time so shout out to my mom who's actually a sponsor now thanks mom (laughs) thanks sis okay before you move on I, i have a question do you think that in lizard soccer that they're allowed to touch the ball with their tails or is it only their heads and they can touch with their tails they just can't touch with their little hands so are their hands all four of the ones on in the, the front no the ones just in the, the front. front so they yeah, get an extra be pushing it forward yeah so you could turn around and like donkey kick it as a lizard or you could like tail whip it because like you could in soccer, if you really wanted to, you could like hip check the ball. I mean, uh, that's true. You just like, you know, twerk and get the get the ball to the other side if you really wanted to. You just can't use your hands. OK, I think also I'm going to invent a dance move called the lizard donkey kick. I love it. And we'll, <laughs> I'll make sure to record it and <laughs> put it all over our Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. First thing on the website. <laughs> Lizard donkey kick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go ahead about <sighs> the real stuff, not my made-up lizard soccer stuff. Everything else is true. Okay. 
The history of the reptilian race. <laughs> in a distant galaxy, more specifically, the Draco star system, lives an empire of reptilians called the Draconians, who appear to be from another dimension. Um, so, uh, you know, I already know it's first sentence we're already doing is sign up, but um, Michael Barkin, the uh, professor that just theorized where it came from, uh, he's very critical of David Icke and says that this other dimension thing is a total cop out. <laughs> so, um, just just throwing that out there before we move on. Okay. There does not seem to be a primitive species that existed before this species, so it is possible that they have traveled through other dimensions and their quest to subjugate. So there are no primitive species. Their evolution was already done before they got here. Another thing to keep in mind, <laughs> because they came from another dimension, mm -hmm. that's all you need to know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> These giant humanoid lizards cannot feel fear or pain, but are still capable of strategizing and making logical moves to meet their goals. So it's not that like, oh, I'm afraid if we do this, then, you know, it's not going to work. They're just strategizing. So it's not a fear. They're just, you know, very cold about it. Since they are unable to feel fear or pain, they enjoy drinking the blood of creatures <gasps> that are feeling pain and or fear called adrenochrome for nourishment. So this brings a new meaning to the phrase power hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so because they don't feel it, they like to make others feel it and like ingest that. So part of it is like when you are feeling fear or pain, you have like an adrenaline rush sometimes. And mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. what they do is because they can't get that rush, they just bathe in the blood of their enemies that Logical. are terrified and in pain. Okay. And then they also drink it and then they mm -hmm. feel that uh, great feeling of adrenaline. Who hasn't <laughs> done that? Yeah. So it's without actually being afraid or without actually being hurt, you get to feel that mm -hmm. uh, that rush. So yeah, that's what I, I mean, do to feel love. Then you're clearly not a lizard person because <laughs> right. Well, that I never thought I was. I wasn't the one on yeah. the table with that. As you, that's true. I mean, but again, just because I'm cold all the time, maybe I just am anemic or maybe I have low iron. So I. <laughs> I don't necessarily think I'm a lizard person, but we'll see. I mean, if anything, there must have been some other type of experimentation on me, but it really doesn't feel like reptilian related, you okay. know? Yeah, so. Okay. Draconians are made up of different races, just like humans. <laughs> Unlike humans, some races have different, <laughs> let's call them powers. <laughs> Certain humans have different skills and abilities, but... We're all similar. You mm -hmm. know, there's certain things that are, you know, beyond human. Uh, but for draconians, there are some that can shapeshift, some that can fly, some that are sorcerers and so on. You know, <laughs> generally, though, draconians are bipedal lizard-like beings whose anatomy resembles that of a human. Bipedal, they stand on two legs. Um, they've got... Uh, similar builds. They got their torsos, their arms, they're all that good stuff. And even heads and whatnot. They just happen to have like scaly skin sometimes. But again, these races, they, they can look pretty different and have some different anatomy. So they can be seven to nine feet tall and they are muscular. Mm -hmm. They went to some detail 
in the book, and I was like... About their genitals? Well, about a lot of things. <laughs> but they were like, they're muscular. They're like the, oh. the hottest species in, this, in the galaxy. And I was like... Oh. And they're like, the men are super muscular, and the women are, like, they pretty much look the same, but with more softer features. And I'm like, okay. Okay, now I'm imagining, like, um, a Harlequin romance novel, <laughs> but with, like, the lizard people on the front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much as I feel, I was like, maybe I should skip through this. Get a little, a little heated. <laughs> Not safe for work, guys. <laughs> um, fun fact: some have tails. Oh, and some even have hidden genitalia. Oh, I asked about both of these things. Yeah, so I was like, don't worry, I'll get there. I knew you would ask. <laughs> <laughs> she just mentioned tails and genitalia up front all the time. Right. <laughs> Knowing me. These creatures often wear armor and carry heavy weapons when they are in their true form, as they are a ruthless species. They're always ready for war, Rachel. Like, mm, they're need- oh, we just don't. need to get them a Ruth. <laughs> because they're ruthless. <laughs> it's another species of no. <laughs> the Ronalds and the Ruths. Um, draconians can easily adapt to their surroundings, and they can see in the dark. That's too much. They, you should only be allowed one of those. Seriously, there's so many things here. They have. They possess the power of telepathy, meaning they can read the thoughts of others, Mm-mm. which really comes in handy nope. for a race of reptiles that want to subdue other worlds. This is yeah. This is they would be they would way overmatch anyone in a soccer game. Honestly, like they'd be like, I know you're about to kick it there. I know you're gonna fake me out. Screw you. I'm gonna go over there. Yeah, donkey punch or donkey kick. Lizard donkey, donkey kick. kick. <laughs> Lizard donkey kick. <laughs> <laughs> Personality-wise, they are driven and consider love a weakness. So they are cold-blooded and cold-hearted. Oh! (laughs) He's a cold-hearted loser. (laughs) Oh, man. I really hope we don't get copyright claimed because we sound just like them. I don't know if this is considered a fun fact, but at my dad's funeral, we took a video and somebody played a Beatles song, and when Zach went to go upload it, it got copyright claimed. <sighs> Who would do so, That's cold-blooded. That was probably a lizard uh, person. Yeah, I'm sure YouTube is run by lizard people. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what? It was probably a careless lizard. <laughs> I'm never gonna lizard donkey kick again. Four little feet, I've got no business playing with this sack of ball. Oh god! Oh, Uh, talk about off the rails. Here we go. Oh man, we have fun. We have fun. If I didn't confuse you before, I'm sure you <laughs> have no now, idea but what's it's, going it's on. It's a fun ride, you guys. We're all here. It's it's great. We're loving this. Uh, I really am. I really love this. <laughs> These reptilians would go to neighboring planets and conquer them with brute force as they favored themselves as the superior race. <sighs> yeah, like you do. As they began to face more fearsome foes, they started to realize that they had an asset they had yet to utilize. Mm -hmm. The females. 
Oh. Yeah. I don't know if it picked up on my mic or not, but while I was saying that, my dog groaned very loudly. <laughs> I hope it picked up. So, I hope so, too, because she is against sexism. <laughs> the female reptilians do not fight for glory. Rather, <laughs> to defend their home and their lineage by any means necessary. So it's not that they're loving, but they, they are protecting their young. They're like, you know, we got to be the ones that make sure that the babies make it so we can continue this race. And it's like, my home is being threatened. I will do whatever I need to. They are vicious and they can keep up with the males physically in most ways, except when menstruating or pregnant. Hmm. So they have live birth? Did they get into that? <laughs> they, okay, so they still hatch eggs, oh. but, like, they carry the eggs for a little bit. Okay. And then they hatch them, and that's how that goes. I mean, I don't know how uh, earth lizards procreate either, actually, so that's a gap in my knowledge. We're learning a lot today. We are learning a lot today. Most of the things I know about lizards I learned from the rescuers down under, so this is all pretty new to me. Interesting. <laughs> they can pick locks with their tails. Oh, that, okay, mm -hmm. yeah. That, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> In order to remedy this problem, and by problem I mean menstruation and pregnancy, the next logical step was to simply figure out a way to work around this pregnancy thing. Mm -hmm. Since these are advanced interdimensional beings, mm -hmm. it was for them to find a way to halt the menstruation process and allow females to choose exactly when they wanted to get pregnant without being worried about their cycle or if they're about to go into battle. What did they do? I don't know, uh. Rachel. They have... Okay, so I know some about it, but I don't understand it because I am not a lizard person and uh -huh. I don't have as much knowledge about them as I thought I did. Once I started writing this out, I was like, oh my God, I, I'm <laughs> so confused. So I um, think she doth protest too much. Well, that's true because I also uh, <laughs> have taken a drug that makes it so I don't have periods anymore. Can't, can, I can't um, choose when I get pregnant though. Right. So... I mean, I could choose when when I can start my menstruation process again, but I can't choose anything else. So. But this is what my housemate and I talk about this all the time. Like, we are in our 40s. We have decided that we do not want to have children. Why can't we just tell our bodies, hey, you don't need to do this. Like, we're good. We're not – we don't need this anymore. Just So I had no idea that all I have to do is find a lizard person and ask him or her. Okay, well, here's the thing. So when it comes down to it, when it comes to the lizard ladies, <laughs> they have found... <laughs> God, this is so, so annoying. They found, uh, like, a hormone and... Um, and they're able to feed off of the energy of their planet oh. through this hormone and through this process so that they it's no longer necessary for them to menstruate. And okay. they can just say, it's time to do this. I'm not doing anything this weekend. I can, you know, get pregnant and lay an egg real quick. Cool. It's fine. Uh, and then it'll hatch and, and it will do whatever we need to do. Okay, when that, that sounds you know, pretty simple. Okay. So just harness it, the energy from your home planet via some hormones. Okay. I I think I don't 
don't actually know. Is that a prerequisite for this, though? <laughs> actually knowing? I don't know. <laughs> no, okay, here's the thing. So okay. it's like, I, I want to remind um, everybody mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. that this book that I listened to was written by a man. Okay. So. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't know that they could write. <laughs> I know, right? It's, it's weird. But um, what I'm saying is that a man with no background in biology wrote a book and he told everybody how females of a completely different species procreate. Mm. What I'm sa- What I'm trying to say here is that <laughs> he might not even understand what he wrote. <laughs> And I am giving you secondhand information from somebody that also doesn't understand. So this is great. Yes. We're having fun here, <laughs> Rachel. This makes perfect sense to me. I got it. I'm just going to – okay. I know what okay, to great. do now. Great. Okay. Okay, perfect. Uh, the only thing is, though, I don't think it works for humans. Oh. Uh, I think it only works for lizard people. So I'm very sorry, all those ladies out there. I get it. I hate uh, the process, too. It's no fun. So, Okay. Soon, the females quickly became aware that they were the superior gender, and they were tired of the patriarchal system that was in place. Why should they fight all of the wars and bear all of the children without being the ones in charge? Yeah, why? Yeah, I feel that way sometimes, too. Same. (laughs) One day, the queen walked into the throne room with her female bodyguards. Again, remember, they're badasses. And sat down in the king's chair announcing that the king had been assassinated the night before (gasps) and she had barely escaped harm herself. Mm. Strangely enough, the remaining males in the lineage began to get assassinated as well. Weird. This left Queen HBIC to (laughs) rule over the Draconians and continue their quest or conquest of the universe. HBIC? Head bitch in charge, Rachel. <laughs> Keep up. <laughs> Wait, is that like a millennial thing or is that a Stacy thing? <laughs> I, I wish I came up with that. No, it's like a millennial thing. People have said it. Um, and I mean, it's like, I don't know if it's millennial or Gen Z because it's not like girl boss, but right. it's also like kind of the same energy without really being girl boss. Okay. So, <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> so. Males became second-class citizens, and they were mostly used for breeding purposes. Yes. Sound about right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The queen would mate with as many males as she sought fit. Only the most attractive and genetically superior males would be bred at this point. Both males and females were able to have multiple partners, so at least there's that. Mm -hmm. Um, They were talking about how... um, I forget what terminology... That they used in the book. But basically what they were saying was that since women can have multiple orgasms and men can only have one, she could just, like, continue having her suitors or something. And I'm like, (laughs) man, pregnancy. That's what they're talking I don't know. Like, it's not how... Okay. Anyway, maybe maybe it has something to do with reptilians. 
We're not getting into this right now. Well, yeah, that's oh, – fuck, my Google search is going to go so crazy. Right, right. I know. It's like, well, if you have multiple orgasms, does that mean you can have multiple babies at once? No. If you're a lizard. <laughs> but if you're a lizard, probably not. I mean, some of them can lay multiple eggs, but it still seems like it's after just one conception. Right? But is it – because I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I know I – I had no idea how little I knew about the lizard reproductive system. <laughs> I know. And here I am bringing in the real question. <laughs> if only I paid attention in biology. I don't even think that they would talk to us about that in biology, though. Like, unless, like, you were a biology major, like, that's all you studied. I don't think they're really going to go into, like, orgasms in lizards. No, but so, I had to watch live birth, and it was disgusting. And I was like, the "Wait, what? What species? Human? Human?" And so I, I it, mean, do you know water fall like a bunch of water falls out of the vagina, and then this baby appears, and that's just the start. Ugh, it's disgusting. <laughs> Actually, it's funny. I think I was not in class that day that that happened, and I did not plan it, but I was like, I, I think it worked out. <laughs> Maybe we weren't in class today when they talked about uh, lizard progression. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. See, we're not dumb. Nope. <laughs> we're not misinformed. Nope. We're not making shit up as we go. Nope. We just weren't there. Just okay. absent. <laughs> absent, yeah. That That's about right. <laughs> um, <laughs> the daughters of the queen were powerful, beautiful, and vicious. When they were ready, they would be sent to marry royalty on other planets that were conquered, and they were the ones in charge. So, I mean, all of the decisions had to be made made through the Draconian queen, but uh, the Draconian, like, princess that became the queen of another planet, she was pretty much in charge, but she would still have to answer to her mama. Okay. So. So these um, are just different planets, but in the same dimension? Uh, pretty much, but... Also, no. Okay. They cool. go. They can. They can go wherever they want. Oh, so okay. It's that's their thing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I was not expecting so many questions. <laughs> no, it's okay. I should have because it doesn't make a lot of sense. But damn. Okay. Anyway, uh, there was always a daughter who was next in line to take her mother's place on the throne. And sometimes that would mean she would have to eliminate her mother to gain control. Um, so if, yeah, so if she um, didn't see fit, then she wouldn't, uh, then she would just take care of her and be like, all right, I'm queen now. Good. Bye, mama. So. Matricide. Yes, matricide. Mm. Eventually, one queen learned that she can make herself immortal and rule for eternity. So it really seemed to work out for her. So kind of in the same way that they were able to figure out how to, um, like, curb pregnancy and menstruation until it was convenient for mm-hmm. them, they also had found a similar way to harness that same energy, but for immortality. Hmm. But it was something that was like she, uh, she was able to use it, and even though she could give that power to others she didn't necessarily have to but she would for like her her confidants and like people that were close to her and all that but she's basically like well if i'm not going to die then there's no reason for anybody else to be in charge so she would still have her daughters that would go off and and be part of other uh monarchies on other planets but she's like i'm still hbic bitches 
So wait, does that only apply to her or did she extend that to her daughters? In some cases she would mm-hmm. and in some cases she wouldn't. Sure, yeah, so, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, she got to decide. She was like, <laughs> I'll tell you who is immortal and who gets to die. Or maybe I just won't tell you guys. You'll have to figure it out on your own. Yeah, that's how I'd play it. <laughs> she imagines being like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> Freaking all the time. Oh, wait. That's existentialism. Um, (laughs) Shit. Uh, Don't have an existential crisis, folks. We're going to move on. (laughs) Again, I'm going through this way faster than they did. I don't necessarily think that um, I'm missing out on too much. (laughs) I'm giving you what you need to know. Okay. Concise. It's great. So um, at this point, the Draconians had messed with the wrong planet. No, it's not Earth. We're not that cool. (laughs) (laughs) this planet was called Procyon or Procyon Um, and it was considered salvation for refugees from other planets um, that were destroyed by the Draconians in their conquest the refugees worked with the Priconians that sounds right (laughs) to call up the Council of Light which is a congregation of benevolent beings who want to maintain peace. They're like intergalactic peace genies who will do what's necessary to maintain unity in the universe. Okay. So, like, they're peaceful, but they'll cut a bitch if they have to, mm-hmm. is what, what they're saying. Okay. So it's kind of like utilitarianism, where, you, you know, what's best for the whole rather than what's best for everyone individually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... <laughs> A battle broke out between the Council of Light and the Draconians. Oh, no. When they, were, when they had refused to back down. <sighs> Again, the Draconians did not experience fear, but they were able to determine that they were unevenly matched. So they knew it was in their best interest to work with the Council of Light and agreed, kind of, to be banished to Earth and live underground. <gasps> so if it's an agreement, I don't know if it's really a banishment, but um they went to earth and they were like we're just we're going to live underground and this is what's this is what we're doing now <laughs> so they would still be under surveillance and if they began to go too far again they would be eliminated however earth was already inhabited by beings that were trying to reach their full potential <laughs> with the help of some other humanoid aliens <laughs> it's completely separate and there isn't really much to go into here other than they were working with and breeding with humans as well. Were they also lizard aliens or? They were just other beings, other okay. humanoid beings. So there's different versions of them. Um, so like, fun fact, the people of Atlantis were um, some of these humanoids. Oh, yes. So, yes, yes, we know it well. Um, <laughs> uh, so things like that. Uh, they, they're pretty much human, but it's like they're not human because they're not from here, technically. Or they've got, like, abilities that are beyond human. Mm. So that's that's kind of what they're saying, but they're still kind of, like, breeding with others. And um, in the book, they were talking about... How maybe George Lucas was inspired to write Star Wars because of this draconian overthrow. And the reason why people stood up and cheered so much in the theater was because 
they had seen it happen and, mm. and it was based on what they had, what they had done. And that's why everybody loved Star Wars so much because it was pretty much based on this real event. Okay. Again, dog is groaning. <laughs> She can't, she can't take my bullshit, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the Draconians arrived on the planet and laid low for a bit before they'd begun breeding with humans on the planet. So they, they were like laying low, but they were like, we know we are the shit. And we're going to do this and we're going to do a thing. So, um, this point, mm-hmm. not, I guess not all of them had to be necessarily banished to earth so really what happened was a lot of the females had left and they're like peace we are royalty we're gonna get out of here these men are are the ones they're gonna stay here and they're gonna start doing things here and the lizard people created the patriarchy on earth those motherfuckers (laughs) right we hate that so basically because like they they were that way and then the women were like actually we are doing everything for you and we don't necessarily need you and you're treating us like shit so we are going to be the ones in charge and so they took charge and then the men were so upset that they weren't in charge that they were like at this point everything is going to be male dominated (sighs) and that's why (laughs) A lot of things that were built in ancient times looked like penises because <laughs> the men wanted to show that they were in charge and that women had to be subservient to men so that they could be like, oh, what's that? We're, we're obviously not the lizard people because we're patriarchal. So, duh, you dumb aliens. We're just humans. Ha 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 ha. Boo feminism. <laughs> so... Oh, my God. I feel like I'm drunk right now. I'm stone cold sober, and I feel like I am drunk. So lizard people were like the original incels and then spawned the patriarchy. Yes. So, like, at first, humans were getting along. Like, everyone was equal. It was wonderful. Uh And then they came in, and they were like, oh, but what if we didn't do that? So then when, like, what's the time frame where they, when they came to Earth? Well, it depends on who you ask. Okay. Um, it was a really long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> they literally say that too in the book. But um, this, the, all of this took place a really long time ago. Some of them are saying like 200 to 300,000 years ago. Some say that, but some also say that it's more recent times. Well, just because the patriarchy has been around since, like, you know, since we have written records, so. Well, it's funny that you say written records. Mm. So, (laughs) those that could shapeshift were able to easily infiltrate the humans and get intel on them. Right. Don't forget. (laughs) Okay. For the sorcerers, you didn't forget about them, did you? Oh, shit. I forgot about all of the... Okay. Oh, oh my gosh. It's okay. It's fine. Um, For the sorcerers, they began controlling and influencing the humans and slowly um, mind-controlling them. Oh, I see. Yeah. Draconians were erasing history by destroying libraries and archives with human achievements. Oh. Also, there was something... When we talk about prehistoric, there were mentions that... They would come in and they would 
like eat the dinosaurs, but I don't remember exactly which race it was, but the, I don't think it was when they were banished because humans were here when they got banished. They so, would eat dinosaurs even though those were also like lizards from yeah. another demizard. <laughs> yep, they did. <laughs> They're ruthless, I told you that. <laughs> Ruth, you gotta get in here. Ruth, Ruth, come back. <laughs> the lizards are eating the dinosaurs, Ruth. It's a lizard-eat-lizard world out here. (laughs) But also, I mean, maybe, um, lizard, or, not lizards, dinosaurs evolved from birds, and we thought they were lizards, so maybe, Mm, maybe that's part of it. They're like, "Mm, tastes like chicken. Mm. (laughs) Again, stone cold sober. So, next, they would rewrite history by lying about the past and using mind control on humans. So, a lot of great things were destroyed. With the burning of the Library of Alexandria, Mm -hmm. we lost a lot of written records and details and things like that about human achievement and about our past and about everything like that. So, there's no way to know where the other humanoids fit in into That's this. That's true. And, That's true. And uh, we are thinking that the there were some lizard people that caused it to burn down. Yeah. And that's why they're trying to erase history. Mm-hmm. So, you know, patriarchy has been there since written records, but not all these records are still here. Very good point. So, yeah. So they done fucked up. And since Earth was their home, the humans at that time would do anything in their power to protect it. Meaning if the Draconians got into trouble, they would have an army of humans (laughs) ready to defend their territory. So if the Draconians started their conquest once again and they were getting in trouble for it, they knew that they had an army to help. That is absolutely draconian. (laughs) Is that where we get the word? Oh, man, maybe it is. (laughs) They also came up with the word assassin, apparently. Oh, and all this time I thought it was William Shakespeare. You thought. Maybe he's a lizard person. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That would make so much sense, actually. (laughs) I love it. I love this so much. Yes, yes, yes. We're running with it. (laughs) <laughs> to be a lizard person or not to be a lizard person? That, <laughs> that is, is the question. The question. <laughs> it is. So the benevolent races were unable to help the humans completely, but there were indeed times when they were able to relay some plans of the Council of Light to interfere. So that's a story for another time. <laughs> because... <laughs> If you can't already tell, uh-huh. there is a lot that goes into this theory. <laughs> By this point, I have only gotten up to ancient Grecian times. <laughs> this is where we stop for now because this is where we get into sub-conspiracy territory. Okay. Some involve space lasers in Atlantis. Some involve oh. celebrities. And some, as Rachel will explain... Involve the Illuminati. Dun, dun, dun. Ah! I don't know if we're going to include this in the in the episode or not, but I'll go ahead and get um, this part out of the way. Um, some say that this theory is anti-Semitic mm-hmm. because a lot of the people that they claim to be lizard people are 
Jewish. Mm-hmm. And um, David Icke has said that it's, quote, friggin' ridiculous. Um, that uh, it has nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. And um, that, it, you know, there are, are a lot, like, he's accused of being a Holocaust denier and stuff like that, but he denies being a Holocaust denier. David uh, Icke. But basically, yeah. So basically what they're saying is that um, just the assumption alone in itself is racist. Mm-hmm. And um, I may or may not have picked up on some of that while listening to this lovely audiobook. I'll just let you know that right now. Uh, not everything seemed um, super hunky-dory. So, Actually, yeah. So I was going to bring this up too. Um and it happened in kind of a roundabout way where basically like a student was sharing some things that she was reading and and found out some disheartening things about an author who apparently like liked David Icke or things that David Icke had said. And I was like, why does that sound familiar? I've forgotten about this. So then like, <laughs> already. Yeah. And the sorcerers and the shapeshifters. We've got I know. Because I have like this idea of what a lizard person is. And uh, that it wasn't in there. But um, yeah. So then I kind of did like just a cursory Google. But there is David Icke is very problematic in terms of like uh-huh. eugenics and that sort of thing, yes. I guess. So I did mention that in mm-hmm. the episode where we brought him up. The in, first time. Yeah, the, first, the New World Order. Right. Eugenics is um, icky. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. So we know that for sure. Um, so he's not the, the greatest guy. Um, but again, if we're doing any disclaimers or anything, I thought this theory would be fun <laughs> because it sounds funny. And then you get into it and you're like, oh, no, them's racists. Uh, yep. <laughs> they're racist nerds. That's what they are. Ramsey's getting really upset about this. I'd be upset, too. So, racist nerds are I know. the worst kind of nerds. <laughs> I know. Nerds in general, not so bad. But, like, racist, misogynistic nerds. <laughs> That's a lot of them, unfortunately. But Well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he can be a little nerdy and not... My fiance is a nerd, and he's not any of those things. Yeah, that's one. He's quite lovely. No, there's just a lot in nerd culture. There's a lot of sexism and a lot of racism, but absolutely. And so, and a lot of that um, when you kind of go into like auteur theory, and I'm explaining auteur theory to my audience, Ramsey. No, you don't know anything about it. You can't read. <laughs> but so, like with with auteur theory and everything. Um, it's like, can you separate the, the author art from, the artist. from, yeah, the art from the artist? Mm-hmm. Can you do that? It, some people say no, you can't. Um, some people say yes, you can. I feel honestly like as women or as a minority, you have to or else there's hardly anything that you can consume. Right. You know. So even um, like um, uh, Tolkien, mm-hmm. um, he and, you know, I'll um, – I'll see if I can maybe find this this video and, and link it. There's uh, this person. I, I love watching her video essays. Her name is Lindsay Ellis, and she's on YouTube. She actually has this whole series where it's like she puts up the um, Transformers franchise against, like, different film theories. And, mm-hmm. and uh, she talks about everything. But auteur. So um, one of the things that she mentions, um, she's talking about, like, Tolkien and how um, the orcs. It, it could be kind of like an example of coding. Within auteur theory, was he specifically coding it so that you would know that the orcs were another race and what they're like? It was 
somewhat racist of him saying that. Or did he not even think about that and he just happened to write this story and that's what came of it and other people looked into it and and read into it she really doesn't like auteur theory she's having <laughs> an issue let me let her out be good girl you kind of have to think about it in this way and the sense that author intent and the author themselves they have their own lives and the art that is consumed is consumed by other people that have their own lives and their own thoughts and everything. So you can feel uncomfortable about it and you can dislike David Icke. And I would encourage you to dislike him for some of the stuff that he says and does. So I'm not advocating for him. I'm just saying he's got a lot of bad shit, crazy theories <laughs> that we could talk about yeah. and we could have a lot of fun with that. So, <laughs> just remember, whenever we talk about it, we're talking about the um, work of fiction. I mean, fake believe itself, mm -hmm. and um, and not uh, the actual author or the intent. So, right, nothing's endorsed unless we actually endorse it. Right. Also, don't forget to check out our blog post and the infographics that I've created. Mm -hmm. um, you'll be able to learn all of the dumbass names. <laughs> <sighs> they think they're so smart. I think that's what I hate about it. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys are going to have fun um, because we have fun and we're having fun. And now we get to talk about lizard people and the Illuminati. Ah, <laughs> our old friends are back. Guess who's back, 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 right. back, back again. <laughs> Why shop's back, back, back. <laughs> Tell a friend. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> I am so sorry. Who stopped listening <laughs> by now? <laughs> Just like last episode, make sure you comment <laughs> on our socials at the exact point where you stopped listening, you gave up on your life, or you just tuned us out. <laughs> But come back. Let's listen again. Let's give Rachel give a chance. Give another try. <laughs> okay, Stacey, I have a joke for you. I'm going to start with that, okay? Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, and I wrote this myself, and I'm really, really proud of it. <laughs> okay. Why does the Illuminati secretly surveil all of us? Why, Rachel? Because the lizard people who make up the Illuminati are monitor lizards. <laughs> Put that on your Laffy Taffy wrapper and smoke it. <laughs> we can finally be listed under comedy. <laughs> yeah, I did it. I did it. I fucking did it. Yay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Between that and then all the puns from the bird episode, they're going to hate us. <laughs> Why did all of our downloads stop? <laughs> puns are the highest form of comedy. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> So, the Illuminati and lizards, huh? Yeah. Okay, before I get into this, I do want to put out a disclaimer. So, while the Earth is obviously being controlled by hybrid lizard sorcerer shapeshifters from outer space, David Icke himself, he really is icky. But I just want you guys, listeners, to understand that he is using the truth of these magical reptilian overlords to excuse his own racism and anti-Semitism, and Stacey and I are not here for it. You're no. not here for David Icke and his bullshit. So, in fact, I'd be Mr. willing to Mr. Icky. Bet that, yeah, Icky Icke himself is 
a lizard person. Oh yeah, no, it's it's obvious. The writing is on the wall. He's he's trying to uh, um, divert our attention and not <laughs> um, not let us uh, pick up on the fact that he is, but. Methinks he doth protest too much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Queen Icky Ike. <laughs> yes. We have, somebody started figuring out the lizard people thing. He's like, oh, I got to get ahead of this. Uh-huh. I'm pretend like I'm the one that, that figured it out. Right. Mm-mm-mm. Tisk, tisk, Icky. <laughs> <laughs> so you left off in ancient times, and I'm going to fast forward us to the late 18th century. But between these two time periods... The the way that this happened is in debate, but basically, and we're we're calling like the lizard people the draconians, but there's a lot of other stuff that they could be called to. Basically, they'd been doing it with humans and then other earthlings to the point that by the time I'm talking about when the Illuminati started in, in the late 18th century, there were about 26 different types of lizard human hybrid. Right. Plus, the late 18th century was Revolution Palooza. So these lizard folks were gobbling up all the fear and uncertainty that they love so much. So mm, in the ancient times, uh, as Stacy was saying earlier, they would drink the blood from like scared people and that nourished them. But at this point now, um, they'd evolved so they didn't need to drink the blood of the scaredy cats. They could basically generate fear and chaos and that would feed them psychically. Right. And I'm sure that they ask um, David Icke for good recipes on um, blood and yeah. fear. Yes. <laughs> well, you see, it's two parts fear, <laughs> one part climate change. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm starting that right now that uh, David Icke has recipes for fear, <laughs> blood, and hormones. <laughs> Oh, man. For the lizard people. And he probably has his own cooking show. (laughs) Can you imagine if he stocked, like, those little mini fridges in um, (laughs) hotel rooms? Like, first of all, (laughs) how much would that cost? Like, you open up the refrigerator and you're like, oh, my God, this little tiny airplane (laughs) bottle of bloody fear. (laughs) (laughs) This is outrageous. (laughs) I can get it way cheaper somewhere else. (laughs) I can just make my own. By listening to the episode on the Windigo and Werewolf of Fake. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I just recently listened to that one again and it was um it was freaking me out. Even yeah. then. The Windigo. <laughs> so but also scary are these hybrids that became especially adept at blending in with humanity. And they're a subset of lizard people who became known as the Babylonian Brotherhood. Okay. They were strong. They were ready to take the next step and usher in the new era. They were good at alliteration. (laughs) The Babylonian Brotherhood were no basic bitches. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. You're good at alliteration, too. (laughs) I'm not a lizard person. I swear. (gasps) Hang on on a second. Um, For for those of you that are just listening, um, Rachel's eyes, suddenly uh, her pupils were not circular anymore. (laughs) They were lines. Stop it. (laughs) Her tongue is forked. (laughs) Hang on a second. Why have I never noticed that before? (laughs) Okay. After extensive research, I'm confident that 
Adam Weishaupt was the first lizard person of the Babylonian Brotherhood to begin infiltration of the global elite. And he did this by founding the Illuminati, which to this day comprises mostly lizard people. For more information on how he accomplished this, we do have our episode about the Illuminati. It's episode two, titled XOXO Illuminati. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want more details about that, go there. For here, I'm going to tell you about how... Adam Weishaupt is a lizard person. Oh, boy. I'm so excited. (laughs) Good. I'm going to start with proof that he is a lizard person. This is how we know that this man himself is. Right. I mean, I don't need that much proof, but for the listeners, let's go ahead and Mm -hmm. catch them. Just in case. So we already know that he created the Illuminati. That's not even a conspiracy. Like, that's true. Yeah. He's the the guy. It really is a thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was a thing. It was It was there. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it was documented. Right. Uh, but how do we know he was a lizard person? Well, thanks to the fantastic journalism of Philip Bump at The Atlantic. This is not – like, this is a, a great, wonderful magazine. I love The Atlantic. But we basically have a rubric. Mr. Bump sifted through tons of research and found identifying markers for lizard people. No surprise here, Adam Weishaupt fits everything to a T if we keep a flexible perspective. Obviously, I mean, yeah. you have to. They're yeah. shape-shifting lizards, so we got to... <laughs> Our perspective has to take that reflect thing. that. Yeah, take that into account. Yes. <laughs> okay, number one. In the lizard race, there's a predominance of green or hazel eyes. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, everybody, I want you to go on our Facebook and our Instagram, and I want you to find the a picture of Rachel. black and white. <laughs> uh, not on our Facebook or oh, Instagram. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm not going to start posting some now? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. I think I'm pretty sure I know that you're going to bring up one that might apply to me as well. So, Yeah, it's yeah. weird that you don't have green or hazel eyes i know you'd think that i would that was because of that must have know. taken some doing anyways yeah. um well yeah no i think there was like a, a mix-up and yeah. uh yeah okay so the only portrait i can find of weishaupt is not in color however yeah. his known associate adolf kaniga did have light-colored eyes, and I would not be surprised if they changed color, which is another thing that these do that can change colors like chameleons. Because Kaniga and Weishaupt both come from relatively the same area, we can assume that most people around there had light-colored eyes. Plus, although Weishaupt's portrait is black and white, the shading of his eyes looks distinctly light-colored. Like, you can tell even yeah. in black and white picture obviously obviously yeah like if listeners go to our website fakebelievepodcast.com where our photos are black and white and you will see in the about us section uh, in the about us section stacy's eyes are clearly brown and mine are it doesn't matter yeah we don't have to talk about that no so number two Uh, don't you wear contacts number two true red or reddish hair (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> so as far as Weishaupt is concerned, the whole black and white portrait thing makes it a little tough to prove and or to disprove. Okay. Yes. But yes. Stacy, consider this. I uh-huh. looked up what the name Weishaupt means. Uh-huh. What's it mean? 
It means it's a nickname for someone with white hair because Weiss is white and Hoft is hair. So his entire surname means white hair, which screams cover up to me. There's uh, he doth protest too much. If you make oh, your whole, yeah, yeah, that's like if my nickname, that's like if somebody who were a lizard person's nickname was not a lizard. <laughs> Or that's like, if you're a man in a wig and your name is Wigman. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in preschool, a little kid asked me um, about my wig. And I was like, no, it's real. No, it's my hair. And I was like, that's just my last name. <laughs> so a third reason why, or a marker of lizard people is that they have a a quote, a sense of not belonging to the human race. Might no. I remind you, Weishaupt was exiled. I mean, you don't <gasps> get more not belonging than that. You really can't. No. Oh, no. <gasps> and because he wanted to have his own, like, secret society of, like, a smaller group of people. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, again, too much sense. This too much making- sense. Too much sense. (laughs) Next, lizard people have low blood pressure. (gasps) I have high blood pressure, so I'm definitely not. (laughs) Uh, We won't talk about mine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, HIPAA. You don't. You don't have to. Thank you. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's really low. (laughs) Oh no, Rachel! Oh my gosh! (laughs) That's why I'm cold all the time. One of the reasons I'm cold all the time. I'm cold all the time, but I definitely have high blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I mean, I'm not cold all the time. Obviously, oh! there's no record of Adam Weishaupt's blood pressure readings, but let's then look at this logically. Okay. Okay. Records Obviously. indicate that people with the surname Weishaupt live relatively short lives. In fact, most in modern time are dying in their 60s, Oof. which is below the average lifespan for now. Adam's own father, Georg, was only 36 years old when he died. Oh. And yet, Adam lived to be 82, about double the average life expectancy in that time. How is that even possible? Low blood pressure and being a lizard. Low blood pressure. <laughs> An immortal lizard, yeah. And, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm fi- okay, yeah. Also... Um, apparently lizard people show, quote, a deep compassion for fate of mankind. Yeah, Weishaupt started the fucking French Revolution. That's right. We have that on record uh, in episode two, XOXO Illuminati. Uh-huh. <laughs> lizard people also have keen sight or hearing. And I did notice in Adam Weishaupt's portrait that he purposefully curled his hair just above his ears <gasps> yeah, probably in order to preserve some pretty keen hearing. That's it. That has to be it. Also, I mean, he <laughs> heard about the Freemasons and mm-hmm. they were secretive. Yeah. So how did you hear about that unless you are really good at hearing things? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm not making any leaps in logic here. I'm just following. You're just t- you're stepping. It is like yeah. you are stepping on to the logical stone that's placed logically mm-hmm. right in front of you. Absolutely. The next one is ESP. Oh, okay. Yeah. People, as you know, who made it to the higher levels of the Illuminati were granted ESP. Now, we'd already specu- <clears throat> speculated that most people wouldn't make it to the higher levels, which is why they kind of created so many 
you know, is to keep them interested and involved. I'm pretty sure that's probably true. Most human people wouldn't. That's right. the lizard people already had ESP, and they were probably there to show the human people what was in store for them once they reached illuminated Minerva, the highest level of Illuminati. Right. So that would be a good way to entice people to keep their secrets and to try to move up in the ranks of the Illuminati, even though, of course, the humans would never achieve it. But what's the best thing to build a lie on? A little bit of truth. The truth. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it probably also trying to really see who who is a true lizard person and who isn't. Mm-hmm. Because uh, maybe at this point, it's it might be a little harder for some of them to identify. Yeah. Well, Especially because have- of all the breeding. Right. Hopefully they have this checklist, too. This is really useful. Oh, yeah. No, if they did have this, then obviously they're able to figure it out real quick. Yeah. Or it might take some time, but... Another thing to look out for are unexplained scars on the body. So I can't find any record of Weisop scars. They're therefore literally unexplained. <laughs> yes, that is so true. <laughs> I mean, I can explain all of the scars on my body, including the one from a burn that I was that I sustained from when I was cooking topless (laughs) and reached above the stove to grab the salt and burn myself on the pan. (laughs) Listen, I have to disclose that because I don't want anybody thinking I'm a lizard person. It's explained. I can explain it. (laughs) So another thing about lizard people, they have UFO connections. So... (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, remember in our Birds Aren't Real episode? Oh, I remember it well. Do you remember how owls are actually aliens, that we proved that without a doubt? Yes, without a doubt. One of the symbols of the Illuminati is an owl. That's a UFO connection right there, flapping its little owl wings right in our faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, the owl is supposed to be, like, wisdom. No, 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 no. It's aliens. Aliens. We know this. Yeah. Another thing is that uh, lizard people have the capability the capability to disrupt electrical appliances. Now, electrical appliances weren't really invented when Weishaupt crawled out from the hollow earth and joined the human race. However, in a strange coincidence, Benjamin Franklin discovered electricity a mere four years after Weishaupt was, quote, born – and less than a year after that, Weishaupt's own father died, and that seems pretty disruptive. Oh, yeah. that um, I followed that very well, and I can totally <laughs> um, see how that happens. Mm-hmm. But also, um, uh, Benjamin Franklin was a Freemason. Yes, he was. So, again, we're kind of saying that they're one in the same mm-hmm. at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Lizard lovers <laughs> and the Freemasons. Oh, no. <laughs> they really love those lizards. <laughs> I'm sorry. So this I was just thinking like uh... – Pretend that I were a lizard person, like, just think that for a That's second. That's preposterous, but of course. Yeah, like, that would explain why your 
mom identifies as a lizard lover because she does she does love me like not like this is just random it's just something random that your mom randomly started saying it has nothing to do with me but i'm just saying like if i were like that would be funny and like if you like if you like confided in her and because she's so awesome and like yeah. really good at keeping secrets <laughs> then um, yeah then i mean that would make so much sense yeah. as to why she would you know just start saying lizard, lizard lover, lover. she would know Right, but um, so but this that's is me being case. goofy, like uh, but yeah, and, right, yeah, but yeah. it's not because I mean she's not really known to be goofy. No, she's serious. Stoic <laughs> Kathy is what they call her. <laughs> Wait, what? Stoic Kathy. Stoic Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna text her real quick. <laughs> I'm changing her name on my phone. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, like again, if that was the thing, <laughs> yeah, if that which is not, but if it were, it'd be funny. It'd be weird. Mm. Also, um, lizard people have a love of space and science. So here's an excerpt from Weishaupt's book, The Illuminati Six-Dimensional Universe. Einstein's theory says nothing less than that all photons are, in their frame of reference, outside space and time. Hang on a second. Yeah. You said that this was in Weishaupt's? Mm-hmm. Like, he wrote that? Yes. No. When was Einstein born? Way later. I mean, Einstein was born in 1879. Weishaupt and... is dead by 1850. Right. So he was dead before he was born. But, or before Einstein was born. Make him a lizard person. Not to um, <clears throat> not to discredit you on this. <laughs> no, no. This is important. I mean, we have to know. We have to get down to the bottom of this. Motherfuck, my fucking mouse just died. This is electrical interference. Oh, no! I I have the same mouse, though. So, Stacey, do you think that this is not the... This must not be my Adam Weishaupt. So who is this? Who wrote this then? Because this is clearly before Einstein was born. Well, it must be that both Weishaupt and Einstein are lizard people. I and see. They have known each other, and there was just a, like there was a slip up, and uh, totally forgot, and didn't realize that it's irrelevant to everybody else around him, because like obviously they know the theory of relativity and all that. They're space people. <laughs> yeah, they're space lizards. Yeah, that's true. So they had that part down, and then he like wrote that and was like, oh gosh, I can't believe I published that. That was so embarrassing. <laughs> Maybe nobody will quote it in a podcast oh, later on. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll write them and apologize. To, not that I know how to get into contact with them, but okay. <laughs> You'll so. just write a letter and throw it out into the wind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will answer. hand it to an owl. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I don't know. Owls might not come near you anymore because you've already um, exposed them. That's true. Oh, shit. I mean, they're definitely not going to come near me anymore because I made fun of their legs. I know you did. <laughs> I body shamed them. <laughs> We're sorry, owls. Love yourself. At least you didn't make fun of your hooters. <laughs> <laughs> So even though that was the quotation that I read wasn't technically from the Adam Weishaupt who presented human in the late 18th century and had died before Einstein was born, that is still representative of his thoughts, which clearly show a love for space and precious science. (laughs) Yes, obviously. That connection was made by another Adam Weishaupt later on. 
So, right? So pretty clear then, like you're on board with uh, Adam Weishaupt being a lizard person and then that therefore it makes sense that most of the Illuminati are also comprised of lizard people, is comprised mm. of lizard people. Yes. Yes. Good. Okay. I'm content with that. So then we have to move on to what do the lizard people Illuminati want? Yeah. Yeah. What do they want? Well, they want to bring about a new world order. So. Oh, obviously. That was right in my face this whole time. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Don't let it happen again. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure. <laughs> so if you remember, the new world order is basically a catch-all for a philosophy or event or whatever that will be brought about by an elite and secretive group that ends in either world domination or or and apocalypse and the elite and secretive group is in fact the Illuminati and the Illuminati are mostly lizard people from the Babylonian Brotherhood. Right. Now, these lizard wizards need two things in order to bring about the new world order. Gold and a fearful populace. Okay. Yeah. This makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Except the Gold thing. I'm a little hung up on that. Have you ever had Goldschlager? No. What's that? You've never had Goldschlager. No. I like that you whisper that (laughs) to nobody else. Like, like, don't tell the audience. (laughs) Also, I'm in the super. What? (laughs) It's a pretty intense, I think, high alcohol content as well, if, uh, if I remember correctly, which maybe I don't. Hold on, let me see. I believe it's higher than most, even though it's a liqueur. Yeah, it's 107 proof. So it's about 27 oh. proof higher than your average hard alcohol. Yeah. And it's in t- it's a cinnamon liqueur, but it's got flecks of gold in it. Yeah. No, I've never had that, Rachel. <laughs> Have you had Firebomb? I'm not bougie. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's like that, except with gold in it. So <laughs> there, And there's honest to God, like, flecks of gold gold so just to loop this back to then what would be in a hotel mini bar owned by lizard people definitely be some gold schlager the reason why is we non-scaly humans value gold because lizard people have made it rare by consuming it oh no mm-hmm. They eat gold in order to increase their lifespan. So gold is the rarest precious metal in the Earth's crust, and we find it embedded in quartz, veins, or other rocks underground. Oh, no. You may remember (gasps) that beneath the Denver airport, the headquarters for the Babylonian Brotherhood, Mm -hmm. lies a massive series of tunnels that they say – or rather claim, was for a baggage system. Mm-hmm. However, the baggage system was majorly fucked up, and it ended up losing luggage into the air so much that employees started screaming, what's your major malfunction, numbnuts? At it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just start saying that to people now. Like when, they get, like when they're just going off on something crazy, not like us. No. Um, like, what's your major malfunction, numbnuts? <laughs> you should, you know, it's from a movie. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Well, but that's the thing is it's from a movie that younger millennials and uh, fucking Gen Z probably wouldn't know. So you can just kind of go around and say it. Oh, that's true. Plagiarize. What's it from? 
I believe it's Full Metal Jacket. I could be wrong. Yeah, Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> okay, so you've taught me um, <laughs> oh, no. what's your major malfunction numbnuts, and I've taught you <laughs> there's no rule that says a dog can't play basketball. <laughs> See, education goes both ways, folks. It really does. We're learning a lot um, from this generational gap <laughs> between us. <laughs> Uh, so, anyways, the point is the system, the baggage system beneath the Denver airport, it couldn't handle baggage because it was designed for gold, which is much heavier than your socks, underwear, and face scrub that you stole from your friend while you were visiting Travis. Travis! <laughs> Travis, I will never forgive you for stealing her face scrub. I know we've talked, like, maybe twice ever. <laughs> But I've been holding on to that grudge ever since I just heard it. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't tell you about it. it honestly, it made me mad. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, gold is much heavier than your stolen face scrub. Yes. And plus it makes more sense that the Illuminati would want underground tunnels that they were lizard people. More so if they're lizard people than if they were smooth worms, which is what lizard people refer to humans as. Smooth worms. Ew! Ew, don't call us that. We sound gross. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth worms. Warm. See, because warm sounds like worm, like the little, yeah. like, creepy crawly guy. I mean, why do you think they would call us smooth worms? They probably don't think very highly of us. Yeah. That's not fair. I mean, we call you lizard people. Like, we still refer why to Why are you addressing this to me? Oh, no, I just, I meant them in general. <laughs> well, if there are any lizard people listening, feel free to answer. <laughs> Email us at faithfullypodcast at gmail.com. Also, you've heard of the golden rule, right? Whoever uh, makes yeah. the gold makes the rule. <laughs> oh, it's in Aladdin. That's why I've heard the golden rule before. It's also in the Bible, but that's a different golden rule. So in order to find gold and also keep us smooth worms from taking too much of the gold, obviously our shape-shifting gecko gods need a lot of power. And so that they therefore need to control the governments. So it does kind of boil down, like all this government control with the monitor lizards, it all does kind of boil down to gold. So really it's like we're back to capitalism, you know? it's We're always back to capitalism here. Or even like biblical, the love of money being the root of all evil or many evils. Mm. So another part of their plan is to keep the smooth worm populace at a pretty high threat level. Okay, because- can you stop saying smooth worm? <laughs> <laughs> it's making me uncomfortable. I'm really offended. Trigger warning, smooth worm. Trigger- <laughs> all the humans. <laughs> the SW word is, oh no. <laughs> Oh, no. (laughs) Thanks. I hate it. (laughs) Stacey Wigman. (laughs) That's it. I'm going to have to change my name when I get married. Not uh, for any patriarchal (laughs) rules or anything, but just so I will no longer be associated with that. (laughs) Except that you're permanently associated with it because you're the co-host of this podcast. Oh, no. Okay, please continue with your awful description. (laughs) So they need to keep us at a pretty high threat level because more threat equals more fear. 
which mm-hmm. equals more sustenance to these reptirants. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm experimenting with portmanteaus, so okay. You know. Well, let's see how it plays out. Okay. <laughs> uh, California Gold Rush. So I'm going to tell you, talk to you a little bit about that. This was in the 1850s. Well, it's like 1848 to like 1862 or something. I forget. Mm-hmm. But around that time, it's a perfect example of how the Babylonian Brotherhood flexed their multitasking skills. First, they convinced a bunch of people to help extract gold, many of whom really only made a small profit. Most of the people who did the gold rush thing ended up pretty much where they started. Once it was once the gold was turned into bullion or coins, it was also easier to ship around the world. So remember, we're mm-hmm. trying to do like global stuff here. Mm-hmm. In fact, more than two billion dollars worth of gold was shipped to France during the gold rush. I couldn't find other countries um, with specific numbers, but France is so close to like Germany, Bavaria, or whatever, and you know, like it kind of makes sense that you would be in that area, which is where I'm kind of picturing the Babylonian Brotherhood first emerging yeah. from the hollow earth. And when you say two billion, you're um, adjusting for... Yeah, that's in today's. So it's like $46 back then. <laughs> <laughs> but the lizard people, they also increased fear during this time. The gold rush was devastating to the Native Americans and to the immigrants who joined the rush. Miners... This is really awful. Miners murdered Native Americans who they felt were impeding their progress because you got to remember they were coming in, they were destroying the environment with chemicals and with other things, like totally destroying it. And then also where people lived, they were taking over their land and they basically there were over 370 massacres in this time. Ugh resulting in the loss of between 10,000 and 16,000 lives. It oh, significantly dropped the um the population of the Native Americans. And then after the initial rush, the death and crime rates were super high, partly due to vigilantism that was racist in nature and it basically brought out the worst side of humanity um against Native Americans and against immigrants. And the lizard people just loved it because it fed them. So the repercussions yeah. of the um, the gold rush are really ex- – they we're still feeling them today. And it's – I would actually encourage people to kind of look into that now that information is more readily available than people my age had when we were learning about this yeah. stuff. To see, you know, like uh, the impact that it had – from the people whose stories were not being told, you know, who didn't win. It's, yeah. it's important. Um, right, because, I mean, whenever you hear about the gold rush, like, you never hear that side of it or that perspective. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, the only tragedy that you might know of that is that a lot of people didn't get rich from that. And right. that's bullshit. I mean, why is that the thing that we focus on rather than what they did when they got there? Right. Because that's um, that's despicable, and that's just part of our history. Mm-hmm. And if we choose to ignore it, then we're doomed to repeat it. So definitely, Which we have <laughs> obviously every mm-hmm. every freaking day we are are doing that, and it's horrible. And um, the only way to get better is to learn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so definitely encouraging people, like you said, yeah, to look that up. Um. But that was kind of a somber moment um, within our lizard people <laughs> Illuminati discussion. Mm-hmm. 
So um, let's let's get back to the the lizards, huh? Okay. Well, I'm also going to tell you that gold is linked to anxiety. Remember, lizard people love this. Well, just like if you think about it. So whenever a populace starts to feel anxious about the economy, you'll notice an uptick in like invest in gold infomercials (gasps) or like sell us your gold. That sort of thing. It's really this response to that. Have you noticed that? I yeah. I never thought of it, but yeah. Uh And governments also tend to increase their gold reserves during times of war and uncertainty. So this is the self-reinforcing cycle created by the lizard people at work. We think we need more gold, but more gold just feeds the Babylonian Brotherhood, who then stokes our anxieties and makes us want more gold. And interestingly enough, the two countries where the most gold reserves are, are the United States and Germany. And remember that Germany is where the Illuminati were formed. Stop. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Rachel. Right? So all of this makes sense. Yes. The Illuminati, who have infiltrated politics across the globe, are mostly the Babylonian Brotherhood, a type of lizard person. Mm -hmm. Their job is to keep smooth worms in a constant state of fear while also locating, protecting, and distributing gold for consumption. And it's working. Globally, around 284 million people experience an anxiety disorder. In fact, it's the most prevalent mental illness in the world. Yeah. I mean, I have anxiety. I know a lot of people in my life who are, you know, being treated for anxiety, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. I, I have anxiety, too. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't go away. It's, uh, it's not just, you know, a little nervous. It's uh, full-on panic attacks for absolutely no reason. <laughs> so, uh Maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm in tune with the gold. Maybe. (laughs) So this can all be a little bit scary, but just because skink sorcerers from space control our governments and our natural resources, it doesn't mean that we don't have control of our lives. Stay vigilant. And remember these words from four-time Pulitzer Prize-winning poet and my birthday buddy, Robert Frost, nothing gold can stay. In other words, (laughs) you're fucked, lizard people. Bring it. That's (laughs) right. Bring it. And you know what? You know what else? So um, that brings up something that Mm -hmm. I've been wanting to share. So when you said that doesn't mean that we don't have control over our lives, one of my friends right now (laughs) is trolling this lizard Illuminati As we speak, she's starting a revolution, and I'm so excited uh, for all of us to to be a part of it, and it's going to be great, because she was approached by a lizard person. Uh, well, I they, they never admitted that they were a lizard person. They tend not to. Yeah, they did say that they were part of the Illuminati, and that... Oh. Um, that Are they supposed to say that? <laughs> well, it's supposed to be secretive, but the reason why they told her is because they trusted her, and they knew that she had the potential to do all that, oh. but she had to pay them money first. Oh, I see. So this guy told her that he had to give them $750 <laughs> for the materials for her in- initiation ceremony. Oh. And she said, oh, okay, what kind of materials can someone sponsor me? And they just responded, Illuminati ring, Illuminati garment, Illuminati chain. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> she goes, oh, cool. Do y'all have scholarships or financial aid? 
like FASFA. <laughs> Wait, so, so how did, was this um like an email thing or did she meet somebody in real life? Facebook. Uh, yeah, oh. so, like, uh, I think they found her through Facebook, and that's um, where they're messaging, or um, or text. I'm not totally sure. There's I something online. Yeah, she's messaging. Um, and they even sent her an email, like, make sure this is secretive, like, we trust you to keep this a secret and everything. Wow. <laughs> so don't tell anyone. And, and I was like, I'm totally t- <laughs> talking about this on the podcast. <laughs> So we have an in. And, um, oh my gosh! I yeah, can't we wait have until an in now. In. And so, um, like I, I was telling her, I was like, "Well, I can like print up some fake checks for you or something if you want to uh, send that." Because what are they going to do? Get you on counterfeit, right? <laughs> How are they going to do that? Like, oh, I was writing a check to the Illuminati, <laughs> but also they they won't accept check. They want they want Bitcoin <laughs> or Cash App. But also, uh, I love it because um, she was like, I'm Irish. Is that going to be a problem? <laughs> I'm not a lizard. I'm Irish. <laughs> and um, uh, I was like, ask about um, if they have to do a blood sacrifice. And they were like responding in all caps, no blood or human sacrifices. And then I was like, ask if that's negotiable because that's a good selling point. <laughs> and she did. And they just. They're they like, oh, fuck, what have we gotten about? ourselves into? Yeah, and it's it's so funny. They're not responding uh, properly to, to things, and she's also not responding properly. It's so funny. It's the funniest um, time, and I think we should have her on sometime and have her tell the whole story. I, think I would, would be love that. Um, especially because it's still developing, because she said that her goal is to get blocked. So... <laughs> Hopefully we'll have an update on that or, you know, something will happen from that. We could get her on and have her tell her story. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. I would love to hear that. Do you think it's the real Illuminati or do you think it's uh, scammers? Well, listen, I'm thinking that it is a scam because, oh. you know, I know a lot about the Illuminati. Yeah. So I was kind of trying to help her find the, the right questions to ask. And um, I said, ask what level are you going to enter in? Right. And I gave the example of, of the levels and they couldn't corroborate that. They they just said initial or entry or something like like something like, like it's that. It's an entry like, level position. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't remember exactly what was worded, but I was like, "That's funny." Like, like they didn't even try. Like, if it's not really the Illuminati, if it's uh, and if it's not really lizard people, or do you think it is lizard people? I mean, it really uh, it could go either way because it could be lizard people that are trying to scam. Yeah, people. it could be just, like, and, not Babylonian Brotherhood lizard people. Right, right, because there are, like, a ton of those mm-hmm. of different species of lizard yeah. people out mm-hmm. there. So it's very possible that it's um, it's that way because maybe also what they're hoping is that um, she would fall for it and then, like, she'd be afraid because, oh, my gosh, what's happening to my yeah. money? Or I'm going into debt because of this or, right. you know, maybe things like that. Maybe just small-time fear-mongering. Yeah, because okay. sometimes you got to do that. and. Yeah. With um, the digital age, it's a lot easier. That's true. That's true. So, because oh. mm-hmm. I wanted to know her location, too. Oh, my <clears> gosh. <throat> I would not recommend that. Yeah. No, <laughs> honestly, um, if the Illuminati does approach you, I would strongly encourage you to either string them along like my friend is doing <laughs> or just not engage whatsoever. Right. And just don't because, give out any personal information. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do anything <laughs> like that. Don't. Uh, yeah. None of that. Because we don't want to know uh, 
or we want we don't want them to know where you are. <laughs> don't don't just don't. <laughs> if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. So right. don't do it. Yep. Um. Yeah. Do you have anything else? That's it. I have. Uh, I've uncovered the scary truth that. The Illuminati are actually comprised of lizard people. Right. I can't wait until we get to the point where we start outing some famous lizard people mm-hmm. like the Queen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there were there were tons. Like I think the whole entire royal family <laughs> apparently <laughs> are lizard people. Yep. <laughs> I mean, um, and there's uh, and there are videos online of people's eyes turning into lizard shaped eyes, mm-hmm. um, and they are definitely not doctored. No. Um, they are 100 percent real because you're not allowed to post anything that's doctored on the internet, right? Yeah, the thanks rules. to the lizard law of ninety one. Um, <laughs> sorry for the internet <laughs> to post. <laughs> the, I kind of there is a start. <laughs> Yes, no, there wasn't. Once Al Gore started talking about it. <laughs> yeah, Al Gore hadn't invented the internet yet. So Right. Um, but yeah, so like those videos and all that, those are up there. They're fun to watch, but you also have to know that this is all 100% real. But also 100% fake believe. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Um, I meant to say, don't forget to check out our website at uh, fakebeliefpodcast.com. <laughs>